Hey, we're back. Back. Just like, scoot. just like that. Time does not stop. Never has, never will. It's a human construct. So, I was at Costco, and I went to, I was like, eh, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll grill something. And I, I know you're a big barbecuer. Yeah. So you, 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 you smoke things. We'll, we'll right. come back to that. And I go... I, I switch up between a couple of different things. I have these like pre-marinated skirt steaks that turn into Yum. fajitas. Love. Good to go. Yeah. Those are good to go. It, it does. There's the there's the raw ones that you can kind of marinate and do all do that your stuff. Your own thing, but sometimes not as you good. Just want, you just it, want and this done. lasts longer too. It doesn't commit you to like, hey, I got to do this in the next five days. Like, right. So anyway, so you know, then then my my then I have the short ribs that have a special recipe I do with the short ribs. I was is that like Korean stuff? Yeah, with like pineapples and okay. uh, different kind of teriyaki sauce, you know. So it, it comes out pretty good uh, in cubes and uh, some like kebab format. But then then there's the ribeye, the good old classic ribeye, three wow. pack of ribeye. I'm looking over here. I'm having like sticker shock. Like, are these like 20 pound steaks or what? It was like 70, 80 dollars. I mean, I mean, I, I saw one it was 68, mm -hmm. but typically like um, i mean almost double right and that's like rib roast like you might as well go get a yeah and i'm like 80 bucks for three steaks like mm, maybe i'll just go out for steak i mean you know you get like <laughs> you get two three forks here we come <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll just get like you know get like two or one split it or whatever but um so you know i, I think that was last weekend and i was talking to you about you know why you know why <laughs> what's we're always asking why my 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 daughter had tried vegan uh or had i'm sorry yeah and and i and i was telling her like hey listen like there's a lot of meat consumption in the world and i mean you could choose not to have meat or whatever you know i think she was talking about like red meat but she still eat chicken uh but <laughs> but I'm like, it can't be that. It can't be like the veganism has like, you know, lowered the demand. That's not no. what it is. And so, so let's talk about these like meat prices. We're not even talking about gas prices. Don't even get me started on gas prices. I'm just talking about meat prices. Why has red meat gone up? Not, not the beyond meat, not, none of that fake stuff, just straight Angus beef. So I got a question before we get into this. Why is it? that vegans want to have light meat mm -hmm. like if they don't eat meat yeah, like i saw a commercial the other day it was for fake eggs and i was like what's the point like why are you trying to be like something that yeah. isn't what it is trader joe's has soy chicken nuggets well they're not chicken nuggets. well they're like chicken nuggets but with no chicken, right? They're, they're made with like tofu. Tofu—that's what it is. It's mm -hmm. tofu nuggets, in the shape of like dinosaurs or stars or whatever. It's like, oh, I remember these. Yeah, you like those? Yeah, but you don't want to eat chicken, right? So like, let's get like this, whatever, whatever that stuff is. Anyway, sorry, if, if I you're, just if you're, rant there. Yeah, no, they have, they have. But they like, have, why? Like, what's vegan? The vegan? Ri vegan ribs. Or vegan what, so you got a vegan wings. 
McRib. Like, mm-hmm. why are you trying to be like like something that like? Yeah. And and then how do you know it's like like somebody that does eat red meat? How do you even know it tastes like what meat is if you've been vegan all your life? So I think that's for like newly vegans, right? Like they have a taste. But it's so popular. It's like so. So I think that's the difference between like let's say somebody who's who once saw and now is blind, versus somebody who's born blind. Like if you've only had no meat in your life, you don't know what you're missing, and you probably don't even crave, you know soy nuggets or whatever it is because like you never had your mom real bring nugget. out tray out you know tray of nuggets never or whatever to mcdonald's yeah you it's don't so you never had fish sticks you don't need fake fish sticks right? right so but if if you've eaten cooked flesh at some point in your life and now you've chosen not to eat that and then there's a craving right because the craving only comes because you've had it now you're like, oh, I like to stick to my ideals, but I do want to satisfy the craving. There you go. That's the market. Right. Not for me. No. I, I answered a craving with the with the legit. Well, I did have a colleague a uh, couple companies ago that, you know, I flew out to California, Redondo Beach mm-hmm. every other week. And I uh, always felt bad for the guy. He always brought his lunch. And we were always going out to like Korean barbecue, mm-hmm. like, you know, I got the corporate card, let's go. Yeah. Like so I finally I was sitting there asking him, he goes, oh, I'm vegan and I was like, Well there's gotta be like a restaurant he goes, Oh yeah, I'll take you we'll go out and he goes, Are you sure? And I was like I go, dude, like I take these guys out and you're always stuck here. So yeah, you get a choice. So we went out to this place and I gotta admit, like it tasted like a burger. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I go, this tastes like a burger. Like I was like, and then every time I went there one day a week, we went there. What was it like bean based? What was I, I have no idea, but they had the chicken wings and all that stuff it was excellent. Mm. Like, but no meat. No meat. Yeah. That, that would work in that. Like, I think I, when we lived in California, I that, went to that a place. works out there. It does work out there. It, Kelly took me to a place. They had all kinds of different burritos, and there was no meat in it. But they made it like taste like carne yeah. asada. So it's not for like the total like holistic. Because if somebody is like a true like I don't want to eat animals, they don't want it to taste like carne asada, right? It's for it's for <laughs> people <true>. that <laughs> crave carne asada and like the you know the charred right. smoke, right? flavoring you know and they're like uh but it's not me it's like sure this is good (laughs) it's pretty good because even even the beyond meat well i don't know if it was beyond meat or that other one where they had added beet juice to make it bleed a little bit that's sick i mean you took you took plant-based and make it bleed they're like you know like when you press it you want to see it? Let's like, like you want it. You want does it, it medium? Can, does it congeal? Yeah, you want it medium? <laughs> we got the bounce just right. <laughs> I love it. They they made it bleed, so that like it's like okay. I don't think you're there yet. I think if you still want, <laughs> if you want your burger to bleed, <laughs> but you don't want meat. Yeah, we maybe it's doctor's there. orders, right? He's like, ah, I really want it, but my doctor is like, no, <laughs> too much. <laughs> Give me, give me a bleeding vegan burger. 
smoked. I want an animal style. Yeah, animal style. <laughs> uh, so okay, back back to the eighty dollars steaks. Why? So because because we have we did we had no consensus on this. Okay, uh, we agree that it's oh, that price is up. Okay, for sure. Uh, I just I, I don't think it's the president's fault. Uh, right off the bat, I think the, no, the, no. the meat is not the president's um, claim. So. But there's different aspects that are part of this administration that have led to the increased prices in meat. So go ahead, you start. Please. Well, I think that you sent me an article on it and can't remember the day exactly what it said, but I think there's several things. Like you can't just look at the thing and say that's it. Right. You know, you got you got a supply chain problem. Mm -hmm. Which we've talked about in a previous right. episode. Right, and we got... Uh, employee-based problem, right? The labor, the labor. So the the part I wanted you to talk about was like the the labor shortage, as well as like the pay for labor, because that does go into it, like the meat production right, and right. meat distribution. So it's like like I said, it's not about the thing, but it's about everything. So you can go about transporting like the supply chain, mm -hmm. transporting calves, or whatever your meat, pigs, whatever. You know what does that look like so you got truck drivers involved you got farmers involved you got um selling the livestock mm -hmm. you got adding into that you got okay butchering mm -hmm. is there a supply is there I so mean, there's that so you're talking about the supply chain part of it then supply there's the chain. supply and demand part the right. supply and demand has to do with their like is there an abundant like is there a higher level of consumption of meat, which there is, I would say in the last two years at the, at the beginning of pandemic, everybody was stuck at home, right? And everyone's like, oh, let's eat through the pantry, right? Then it's like food delivery orders, right? Everything, Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber right. Eats, they're doing great, bring the food to me. Then as things opened up, it's like, nah, I wanna eat, I wanna eat out. And then it's like, okay, it starts getting expensive. And then it started like, you know, some places want masks and you know, okay, you know what? I'm just going to start making stuff, you know, TikTok food or, you know, there's a lot of craze and people want to try different things. So I think some of the stuff like from the shutdown period, like eons ago, people liked eating at home together. Like maybe even if you were traditionally more like five days a week, you eat out, um, then maybe a couple of days a week now, three days a week, you want to eat as a family. So then you have to do more meal preparation, right. which has led to more companies doing, you know, food food packages and you know like you know the chef to go the right. box of food that comes to your house it's like with the recipe there it's, it's not like you microwave it you still have to prepare but they've got mm. like all the ingredients there so now you got the people that were like to take the stuff home and prep it and there is an increase in demand there has been an increase in demand now is there a supply shortage to increase to account for the increase of the cost I no, I don't think it's a supply issue in this one. Yes, there's an increase in demand, but is there's a direct cost increase on on the on the processing. So it's not the cattle. It's what happens from the from the when the moo stops before it gets packaged up. During that, there is there are like few companies that are meat processors and they're they're basically like a little cartel that, they, they the, control but that's all the way it's always been go look at um super size me number two mm -hmm. he calls a big chicken 
Right. There's only so many processing plants. And okay, so you... what's affecting them? Let's look at that. Let's what's affecting them that they're they're raising see, the cost. See, I I I almost disagree with the demand aspect because we have always and I would say most families even going into the pandemic like there's always been a demand on meat. Right. So I don't I don't eat more steak now than I did before. It's about exactly. the same. Right. So, but I'm saying, are there more people that didn't used to, and now they do? I don't know. I don't, so I don't know if so. it's a per capita, like we went from 1.3 to 1.6, but I think maybe more household are choosing, even if it it's not be, as often. Just because of the price of the going out. Right. But I or you lost your job. I, or 40, I 46, I buy it. 80 i don't so right I, I, so like that that worked well it, that's it my took me out. that's my brisket thing yep. too like 80 no yep but when you're on sale for a dollar 67 a pound mm -hmm. yep 20 25 30 bucks yeah or you're not plus and i'm buying extra plus yeah your brisket will feed probably like 30 people right okay so i i don't know i i think that but you were mentioning something about like the so cost the, increase for you, labor. You got the, well, you got the farmers, mm -hmm. right? So because you have like in the instance of Super Size Me Too, where he calls it big chicken, which those are the processing people. Those mm -hmm. are the plants. And there's only so many of them. And like to start one, you can't because mm -hmm. he tried to. So then he went into farming and he goes to sell to them. It, it's a pain so the the that, who ends up getting screwed on the back end is the farmer mm -hmm. because they'll come to you saying all right last week that chicken was like two dollars now i'm going to give you a dollar 67 and then they go sell it for three and a half mm -hmm. so the margin and i think your article started talking about that right the margin on the slaughter has gone up so high right but i don't think but that's not their to, cost i don't yeah i don't not their cost mm -hmm. and i don't think the demand has changed the only thing that's slowing it down now is like okay they keep adding this margin to the slaughter mm -hmm. and you're not going to pay for it nope I, that'll that'll change so, so a change here shortly mm -hmm. because it'll level itself out right and yep. the, and what will happen is is like so like i see a couple briskets now when i go to the grocery store mm -hmm. and they're averaging probably like 70 bucks and it's like all of a sudden they'll be 30 dollars because they got a whole couple cases sitting in the back that mm -hmm. they got to get rid of right before it goes bad yep but so now how that ties into you mentioned transportation and, and we didn't talk about labor yet, but well, you got labor has gone up too. like yeah. cost of labor, labor shortage, but also like enticing labor. Uh, I saw a sign. You saw a sign. What? Twenty dollar McDonald's. Right. Yeah. Twenty dollars an hour for McDonald's. I saw a sign that was in the drive through and it said twelve dollars an hour. It was scratched out thirteen an hour and then it was scratched out again to fifteen an hour. So within the life sign, like lifetime of that sign, they had bumped up that pay by like you know 20 percent. yeah okay and it's still so and the, and the position is still vacant because the sign's still up right 
Okay. So at 15 an hour, which we're talking about raising the minimum wage, which I'm against, but if you raise the minimum wage, it's just going to increase the cost of, of, of everything. everything. Like that's how stuff is. Pricing is based on how much it costs time and time and labor. So it's like the labor and materials. So if you're going to increase the cost of that labor, it's going to increase the cost of the goods. That's well, a simple Well, man. you think about it. You said, so traveling, think of a piece of meat in the processing. So now I got to transport it to the slaughter. Mm -hmm. Out of slaughter, I got to transport it to wherever it's going. And then in some instances, if you're a restaurant from wherever it's going, the holding area, then I got to transport it again. Redistribute it again. Right. Like we sell. So to... you start talking. Like, I, I, maybe this is the pointing of the finger. I don't know. Is the supply chain problem. Um, so that's a that's a different episode as well. Feel free. <laughs> we're, we're referencing. We're referencing ourselves now. Uh, but. I. I, I do think it's primarily being controlled by the limiting factor, which is where that cost is going up. And it, I, I can't necessarily put my finger on some of the obvious answers, which are like, they can't get enough people to come, you know, slice chicken in their factories because of COVID restrictions or whatever, because they've, they've been back. They've been back, they've got people back there. And and it's not necessarily like losing people or paying them more money or losing people to COVID or people don't want to work there because they require masks or max vaccines or it's not those things. So it's not the mandates. It 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 is, however, though, they've increased it, which is similar to the oil prices. And I'm talking about oil prices. We we feel it as gas prices at the pump, but gas prices are a reflection of crude oil, which is sold dollars per barrel right which is like a whole separate issue of how that became priced as u.s dollars per barrel because about 50 years ago or so that was starting to change to a different to um, to a different monetary brand and we put our foot down and went to want to make sure that the u.s dollar is tied to it but because the u.s dollar is tied to the global world supply of barrels of crude oil our dollar value goes up and down with the price of oil Okay, mm -hmm. and the oil producing countries, the OPEC of the world, control how much oil comes out and how much oil is available, and it's bid up on on a on a daily. It's I'm talking millions of barrels a day, but there is a ton of supply and there's a ton of demand. But that that funnel that it comes in and out of, it's completely controlled by a handful of countries. Okay, we tend to be friendly with them. Okay. And they kind of have to, we, we sell them stuff and all that. We're not getting into a whole Middle East discussion right now, but the price that we feel at the pump was not Trump and it's not Biden. The price that we feel at the pump has to do with where the price of crude oil is priced. And it's not here. It's on the other side of the world. Wow. And everybody feels it, not just America. So to think that it's happening here is to say that, okay, because of our elections, our prices have gone up. Okay, well, how do you explain price of oil going up everywhere else in the world? That's not because of our elections. It's priced because it's US dollar per crude oil. So that's, we can, we can take that, we were talking about meat, but I'm just saying we, we did touch on logistics and the transport. 
Yeah, but when you gas have, prices, when you have oil independence, meaning you are pumping enough to supply the U.S. We don't that, use our own oil. We pump it and reserve it. But we were. We can. We were. Okay, but we so, typically don't. And that's why. And I'm not saying it was Trump, but he made us that independence or mm -hmm. closer to it. Mm -hmm. Where not to it, rely on it wholly. No, we right. were like saying OPEC, okay, right. you lower the price of oil. Mm -hmm. Because we were pumping enough here, we could withstand lowering. Right. The reserve, the oil reserve as that far the as me, has, yeah. But as far as me, I think the other issue is, is so you got a supply chain issue and meat goes bad. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole different story compared to oil where I can transport that and it can be in mm -hmm. holding tanks. But as far as meat, so I think a lot of this is also with the supply and demand, you might be on to something because it's like, yeah, the demand's still there, but our supply chain's broke. And I'm not gonna sit there and slaughter that meat because if I can't get somebody to take it to go sell it. Mm -hmm. It'll just get wasted. Yeah, but, but if the grocery store has waste, which they always do. Always. They're gonna increase the price because that's not something they can sell back to the to the butcher shop. That's not something they can sell back to the processor. They've already bought it. So if they sell 30, 40% of it and the other rest of it just goes bad, then they have to increase their cost to cover for that loss margin. So the the, the, eight, the three pack of steak that I didn't buy at $80, either somebody else did or it goes to zero, right? They, could, or, they couldn't get... Well, it doesn't go to zero, but it goes to that section where you're like, Costco doesn't I know, but like the grocery stores does. Grocery like, yeah. Like, I feel like a steak tonight and yep. that $9 yeah. is like speaking mm -hmm. to me and I'm going to yep. go grill that sucker up. Yep. Yep. So Costco should think about that instead of just. Yeah. Well, yeah. So their, their meat <laughs> department specifically is their own, but almost everything else that they have is a, uh, is a consignment. So obviously meat's not on consignment. So uh, all that on, on, on meat, it's just, it, I, I did actually, uh, I was at Kroger and they did have one of those uh, T-bone specials. Sweet. I got uh, two T-bones for like 18 bucks. It was, it was like five pounds. It was a lot. It was a lot of meat. So they're, they're like, I'm just two you. steaks. I'm like, oh yeah, I can carve this up. There's yeah. like two New Yorks in here and yeah. carved it up. It was like four steaks because it was like it was like two it was two New Yorks and two medallions. There you go. Carved it up. Boom. Eat kids. Done. Four <laughs> steaks with uh, with some uh, asparagus and corn. Just kept, and... kept the medallions for you and Kelly. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. so nice. <laughs> you kids get this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's. I, I'll tell you what though. Um, the when I was very young i want to say nine uh, i was traveling the countryside in in iran uh, with my dad and he was doing like this rural visit um to some some off-site thing that he was doing and we were traveling with this company and we weren't like on a bus but it was like more like a like a mini bus it was like 
six or eight of them. I was one of the two kids that came with them. It was all guys, right? And it's it's about six hours out of town. So we were kind of going to like a rural area, you know, whatever. And at one point there was, there was this, I don't know, shepherd. I mean, I, I, there was just guy walking with just sheep in front of him, right? One of the guys popped out of the car, goes out there and starts talking to him for a little bit, gives them, I would say the equivalent of about like 40 bucks. The guy went right to work. This guy was just crossing the road, you know, with maybe about 80, 90 heads of, you know, sheep. And he comes out, talks to him or whatever. We pull over. He gives him like, I, I, I don't know, I'm nine years old, right? Like, so I'm exchanged some money. It wasn't a lot though. I remember it was just like, not a lot. Cause they kept talking about it. Like, wow, all this, you know, like 40, 50 bucks, right? So this guy went, they kind of grabbed one he went, just hung the thing off a tree and just slaughtered it right there, right? He was gonna, they basically purchased not only the meat, but also the prep. Like he called his you know, wife and kids, they came over, they start cleaning this thing up, made a fire, cooked it up right there. I mean, this thing was walking across the street, like not even 20 minutes ago. Now it's like <laughs> the roasting over fire, right? <laughs> like, this is fresh. <laughs> it was super fresh. But I'm telling you right now, that fresh meat, I don't know, like if maybe you, like if you're a hunter and you listen to this, you probably understand what I'm talking about. There is nothing you buy at a grocery store that tastes oh, anywhere no. remotely close to that. I mean, that was like the equivalent of like sushi grade. Like you just fished it out of the ocean and somebody carves it up, which isn't even sushi at that point because that's just raw. But, right. but this was amazing lamb. And I mean, it was just, just spit roasted, you know, over mm -hmm. fire right there. But here's the thing. They gave us all, it was probably like 10 of us, right? And then the, the shepherd and, and his family... Everybody ate. They kept all the rest of it, including like, so she was still on the side, like cleaning up like the skin, like all those other parts. And, you know, like we don't want like the heart mm -hmm. and liver and all that stuff. Like just, just, you know, just big muscle. Right? right. But they're keeping all this stuff. And that's when I like when you look at different kinds of delicacies and recipes and all that stuff, that was it right there. Like here's 50 bucks guy for that sheep. Right. And we're all fed, right? Like five bucks a head, mm -hmm. like better lamb you're ever going to get, right? But then he got blessed with like all that other extra stuff. And they ate all that, like some of the leftovers, but also like all those lesser meats, they become those other specialties, yeah. which throughout the years kind of become cultural, you know, pig's feet, chicken feet, mm. you know, whatever, you know, hot you, dogs. Oh, no, you know, hot dogs require processing. I'm talking about like stuff, various sausages with, right. you know, you know, menudo right. and just all this stuff. Right. And now as like people have grown up to the point where like not so much for shock or challenges, but, you know, you tell someone like, hey, you ever had like a lengua taco, you know, like, you know, beef tongue. And you're like, ew, that's gross. It's like, mm. I bet you if you had one, you'd be like, it was the best tasting meat I ever had. And if I didn't tell you what it was, you wouldn't know it. Right. So have you had anything that was like considered like a, like a delicacy that's not like your standard typical meat? Oh, yeah. Like I eat pho, I eat 
the noodle, I mm-hmm. eat all that stuff. Yeah, not out of necessity, just out of like not tastes only tastes good, and tastes good, and makes me feel good. Yep, yep. Nothing, nothing like like good fatty meat broth. Mm-hmm. Oh. It just gets you going, especially on a cold day. Yep. Yeah. Yesterday would have been a good day for yeah, pho. Yeah, yesterday was a good pho day. I, I, I was down for the count with the uh, tire out. And <laughs> woke up one, one tire down and and had to go and deal with all that. I, I couldn't deal with it right in the morning. So it just changed my whole day right off the bat. Like, tried to back out, no tire, back back in the garage. Change of plans, working from home today. Had to deal with taking the car in later, like midday. And went to a went to a bicycle pump and pump it up and get it over there. They fixed it up, all good. They fixed the one tire, but they didn't really air up the other three to even it out. So I'm coming home late at night, and I figured, hey, let me see if the the air pump in front of Costco is open. It's ten <laughs> o'clock at night. They've been closed for like two hours. <laughs> So I'm, I'm looking at the little air pump thing out there and I'm like, should I go? Is it open? You know, whatever. I go flying through this median in the parking lot. I, I mean, it's not even where you, where you put the carts and stuff. It's like a, it's like a whole like sidewalk. It was, it was basically a sidewalk. It's like two ends of the parking lot and I'm just going, it's an empty parking lot, 10 o'clock at night, flying across this thing, Dukes of Hazard style. And and go in front of the thing and of course it's locked it's closed right and now it's like oh of course it's 10 o'clock it's closed i'll just go back so as soon as i get the copy of that security footage i'll i'll, uh, I'll <laughs> well, share sure. that with you because it's it's completely unbelievable they're going to be like what just happened drunk driver <laughs> but concerned about his air pressure <laughs> not at all concerned about, about the car or no. the axle no but it's just oh it's slightly low in this 40 degree it's a weather good thing though those pillars weren't there oh they're... yeah yeah oh well, i wasn't nowhere near it i was looking I know, down but i'm yeah. just saying like oh, good yeah. thing like well the pillars would have i would have seen that there was something there right. i i that would have stopped you that would have stopped me for <laughs> sure yeah I, I would we would not be here i would i would have had uh airbag injuries to the face but hey meat prices eat them up if you're yep. into the fake meat, get the bleeding kind and <laughs> <laughs> smoke it up. And do it up. Kroger right now has best prices on meat. Yeah. Or as Scoot says, don't buy it, wait for the discount, yep. and then enjoy it. But exactly. tonight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You can't buy that and wait. Or if you do, you buy it, you better put it in a vacuum sealed bag and throw it in the fridge. <laughs> That's for freezer. a spontaneous cookout. Yeah, right. <laughs> Exactly. Went for me. Went for went for milk. We're coming back with meat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Peace out. Peace out.